0: I'm not in London anymore. That's pretty good. That's quite exciting. We did kind of tease that last episode, didn't we, but uh... yes. And fortunately, you may have heard it was very hot on
1: <laughs> oh, not another one of podcast was moaning about the heat, surely not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was at 38 yeah. degrees Celsius is quite hot, isn't it? Um, certainly for the UK.
1: Yeah. Yeah, fortunately I got out the day before. But was still pretty hot. <laughs> so that was fun. So what we're we doing to celebrate, we're locking ourselves in an air-conditioned room. <laughs> With headphones on.
0: Yes. There's even a skylight in this win- in this room, so it's the sun is beating through. Oh. <laughs> so if you hear us, just stop talking at any point. We've uh, passed out from heat exhaustion. So this week we actually went to a tech meetup, didn't we?
1: We did, yes. To, to celebrate the fact that you're actually back in the area and trying to assimilate yourself into the local tech scene. We went along to the Cornwall Geeks monthly meetup up. Um, Last Thursday of every month. Um, I've been before when I've been down on
0: holiday, but now I could kind of come along and be like more. I don't know. I felt more present because yeah. <laughs> I wasn't just a visitor from London. Yeah, I was someone who's going to stay around. Yeah, uh, first probably. time is a first time as a local. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I had a good evening. We did have m- big plans of um recording ourselves and other people
1: <laughs> yeah we took the record. we took our little fancy recording device along that we took to future sync um i had uh, every every intention of speaking to lots of people and doing lots of things but we were just yeah the conversation was too good we were having too much fun it didn't seem appropriate to start pulling out a microphone and shoving it in people's faces yeah
0: it wasn't even a technical hiccup it was uh <laughs> we just couldn't
1: be bothered <laughs> <laughs> lazy hiccup <Yeah>. i guess <laughs> So we'd originally, we'd originally scheduled this episode as kind of, again, a kind of a future sync style one where we have yeah, talk, talk to lots of different people, have different voices on, um, and we will get around to doing that at some point. But it's still worth talking about. I think it's still a valid topic, even though we're talking about it after the fact. Um, but I think maybe this is a good time for a discussion on what do you get out of going to meetups? Yeah, well, what is a meetup? That's where people meet up. <laughs> No, it, there is there is a distinction to be made because we've I mean yeah like we've been, we've mentioned FutureSync a couple of times already in this episode and that was a full blown conference that's where you go it's an organised event there are um, it's in a venue that has seating and stages and there are talks and presentations um, and sometimes people go to things that are called meetups that look a little bit like that there is a kind of similarity so it's worth maybe drilling down into the distinction like where do you see the line being drawn is it just
0: well i mean i went and it was it was just kind of sat around chatting with people but i've been to ones in london where it's a bit more formal or there's different things going on <laughs> so i think there's lots of there's, there seem to be lots of different types of meetups and you might not you probably won't get the same experience going to two different ones
1: yeah and the one little that little the one in cornwall that we go to regularly has a variety of formats depending on Who's around and how many people turn up. Sometimes it's four or five people sat around talking about computers and being nerds, uh, nursing a beer and a burger. Um, but sometimes it's a bit, sometimes it's more than that. There, there is always a room hired, whether we use it or not, um, for that end of the month. And yeah, sometimes people get up and do presentations on have a big screen and talk through projects. Um, and that... Yeah, they're always fascinating, but I think maybe there's a level of formality that you get at a conference that there isn't at a meetup. A meetup is never ticketed, for instance. I don't think, um, mm-hmm. and you just rock up. They're generally free, um, and there's a certain there's a, an expectation of scale. A meetup is generally in, in an evening, um, just for yeah, a few hours, whereas a conference you would expect to be all day.
0: Well, I've been to the, some of the meetups I went to in London. So, like the Python Dojo, mm-hmm. that was ticketed. You had to get a oh, ticket okay. to that one. It was fr- free, but they obviously wanted people to commit more than mm-hmm. just saying, i No, that does make up. sense, yeah. So, and that one was kind of really structured. So you'd turn up, there'd be, you'd chat for a bit and then you'd all put your ideas on a whiteboard and then you'd choose an idea to work on. Then you'd go off into groups um, and then work on a project for an hour and a half and then come back and ch- uh, give your results to the group. So that was kind of, that was like a really ordered, structured sort of thing. Um, so I guess... And I don't know. I I've, I liked I like both types. Um, I would like something like that down in Cornwall, to be honest, because mm. <laughs> it's it's quite fun to actually just you bring your laptop along and actually just obviously we're doing this because we enjoy what we do um, to do something a bit silly. Um, they generally ended up being quite silly little things, little projects you'd make. Um, so I think that would be. Yeah, I what I also enjoy going for chat and just talking to people and having a drink and some food, and that's a quite nice way of just
1: networking um, with people. <laughs> <laughs> the dreaded. <laughs> oh, it is, it's worth maybe addressing the networking side of it head on because a lot of people think of it as that, don't they? Yeah, like a meet a meetup is more of a networking event than say a conference is, um, and people some some people go explicitly for the aim with the aim of. Expanding their network, um, which I guess I do as well, maybe, but it's to a level that's yeah. I'm I'm not thinking about it in that term, in those terms. Um, that's just a second order effect, like a positive externality, whatever.
0: Yeah, I guess it. you're not you're not
1: looking for a job at the moment, are you? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I had I had someone say, I've, I've got a friend um, who's also a developer, and we went to a meetup together, and he said, Why why are you here? You're not looking for a job at the moment. Why did you come to these things? wow um yeah Yeah. so i guess i'm looking for a job but i if
0: hope fingers crossed i get a job at some point i'll probably still go to these things just because like we said earlier it's something i enjoy doing um it's nice to go and meet people and and i guess we'll talk through some of the other reasons why you might go if you're not actually looking for a job um why what what
1: what takes you there Uh, to be honest right now it's friendship i have i don't um, know many nerds outside of work um and the only nerds I know outside of work are the ones I've met through the kind of the meetup events around Cornwall. So having gone to these things for years now, it's a, it's a group of friends, essentially, and mm. a chance to make new friends and meet new people who are in the in the scene. Um, and it's also good to keep a finger on, just a finger on the pulse of how the local industry is going. I think it's important to be a part of it. I mean, you look at the wider, like the world of how people learn to code, it's very much built on I don't like the word community, but a sense of like knowing, experiencing, uh, sharing other, other developers' experiences and looking at like tutorials and blogs and all the YouTube videos that are made. It's that, but in a microcosm, in, in person. No. and
0: I, I talked about this before uh, in a previous episode where we, when I was talking about the Python dojo a bit more, but it was that uh, you go along and you speak to people and you just pick up things that you wouldn't pick up or you you don't you wouldn't have even thought to google for example and then you just mm. pick up these little tidbits and tips and hints about things that are interesting and your interest you 're probably both interested in them because you 've both gone to this type of event it's attracting people that have similar interests so you can then share these different ideas with each other even though you're not looking for a job it's just something you enjoy
1: yeah there's a lot to be said for assimilating yourself into a culture isn't there i mean it sounds a bit cold said like that but i found that when i first started getting into music tech versus music like learning about the different kinds of devices and things reading magazines and listening to podcasts and just talking to other people in the industry like you say, shows you the things that you didn't know about that you wouldn't have thought to Google. Um, I mean, that's saying what you said back to you in different words, but it's <laughs> well, maybe not that different words even. But um, you learn just through osmosis almost by surrounding yourself with people who do the same thing or, that you do or the things that you want to do. You hear what they're talking, you like, hear how people are dismissive of certain things and really impressed by other things, and you get a sense of like, I mean, yeah, maybe what's cool and what's not cool is is not... What you should be aiming for, but you do get a sense of trends from talking to other developers, it candidly, and it's it's not written down. No one's committing their opinions to a blog or or anything, so there's no paper trail. There's no accountability. It's just casual.
0: Hmm. And then, even I guess, even you learn even more when you're going to these ones that are with the tech talks. For example, you can find out about more in-depth things and that is just it's a way of learning as well as expanding your knowledge about specific topics and also when you go to um like the workshopping kind of one i the python one that i did that's it's a, it's also a good opportunity because in that one you get to sit with groups of i i would be a beginner and then there'd be someone from the python core dode Uh, core team who would and then it's really interesting to see how other people work on things and sometimes i guess even in your job maybe if you're only working with four or five people in your team um you're only going to see their way of working whereas it's a good opportunity to see as well on the job side of things how people process their thoughts and how people work through problems that's really interesting would you call that a hackathon do you think um that kind of project. I guess so. You get, yeah. is it, you get an hour and a half. I don't yeah. <laughs> maybe, a maybe it's a
1: smaller scale than what you'd traditionally call the hackathon. Yeah, I mean, I'd call it a little workshopping sort of thing. Yeah. Really. It sounds fantastic. I'd love to do that kind of thing. I've never, I've only ever, we've done hackathons, but it's been within the context of within a company working. You're being paid yeah. to be there and it's part of your part of your job. And it's, it's a bit of fun, um, but it's always with a kind of a company slant to it. So in, yeah, I'd like to, a, you go to a hackathon just generally, um, that, that, that's purely for fun but also yeah this small that smaller workshop format sounds really really good i like the fact that there's something about the scale of a meetup isn't it as well like the talks that you'd get are a bit more condensed things tend to lean towards more the lightning talk end of the scale than a 40 minute massively prepared presentation so you get a really condensed bit of information or it will be something really detailed but on a much smaller the scope of it will be much smaller so you just get a little little jolt little shot of information that can open you up, open your eyes to a field that you didn't know about previously, or or just, or just show you a show you a good technique you didn't know about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, maybe we, maybe we should start one up, Tom. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's the thing that's worth noting is that the the amount of logistical effort that goes behind the scenes into these things, even for the the one that we went to, that the, is often just beers and food. Like, someone has to organise it. That takes someone's time. Someone has to actually like. Shout out on the group to everybody to remind them that it's happening and all get set up a a page in meet up and book a room. Um, there's a lot of things that are involved. Um, and then as that scale progresses, even as you the event gets more complicated, the amount of work exponentially increases is the impression I get. And I, I have a lot of respect for the people that organize these kind of events. Mm. Well, I'd definitely be interested in doing one at some point. Mm. Maybe when
0: I'm a bit more, bit more settled, start something up because i really enjoyed it it was great and you just i don't know i guess they got sponsorship from people obviously so there was like an o'reilly book giveaway every week oh, every cool. month and then they had there was free pizza and drinks and they said that's the, that was the best way to get people to come <laughs> along beer and pizza for free absolutely
1: <laughs> yeah they know their market um but i think yeah also i've we've been to a lot of things organized by software cornwall and also by um well uh, tony and co who made FutureSync and. The KDAT, which is the slightly smaller version that happens like three times a year, um, they make a, a lot of effort to make them more inclusive to people who maybe are not, who would be perhaps turned off by the idea of just beer and pizza, because that can almost be, I mean, not laddish, but like if you're under 18... You don't want to be going to an event where everyone's thrown around. Well, you probably do want to be going to an event, where someone's thrown around. but there are a lot of people who don't drink for a lot of men, for many reasons, and that can be kind of seen as excluding to make it just about that. But well, there was there were soft drinks options. Yeah, too. yeah. So it was, so drinks and pizza. Yeah, but being in uh, even being in an environment, you have to be aware at least be aware that being in an environment where drinking is the norm is off-putting to a lot of people. I don't know. We've gone into the weeds of something else now. I think. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, that's an interesting thing. I don't know. Yeah. I, there was always a, a very wide mix of people. And mm. then sometimes there were kind of like teenagers that came along. And obviously they didn't drink. But
1: mm. I don't know. Yeah. I think the welcoming aspect of the meetups is is really good. Every Everyone I've been to uh, organized by lots of different people. It's always a friendly place. Like the whole point of going is to meet people and be friendly. Mm. Has that been your experience? I mean, you've been to more London ones than I have. so Yeah,
0: they're always very welcoming and you just start people just start chatting to you and i guess if you've gone to that you're uh even if you kind of you can always and i try and do this you see someone who's come for the first time and you've been there a few times so you just go up and say hello because someone did that to me so i thought well oh, i'll do that to someone else and it kind of it what's that word <laughs> gives on <laughs> there's a word for that anyway altruistic no no, no pays it forward Pays it forward. Pay it forward. Somehow. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was yeah. I always felt welcomed at these things. Well, I was. So what I was thinking a minute ago was, um, how, what was the kind of because I always found there weren't always that many people at these meetups. This was maybe at the Python ones. I think they were they always sold out the tickets, so those were quite full. But the one in Cornwall seems maybe
1: ten to twenty people. The ones yeah. I've been to. Yeah, I think I've been once and there were, might have been 30 people, perhaps, but there, there's been good groups sometimes, but there have been times when it's been like three or four people and it's mm. been quite slim. And it, I just, it's interesting um,
0: the amount of people that must work in the area um, and then the amount that actually go to these meetups. I guess you're kind of getting a select view of the more outgoing people, perhaps, or oh, people yeah. that feel confident going to these things
1: yeah and there's also a question of availability as well i know i know for sure there are at least a couple of people who would normally be at the meetups regularly but they have a job that takes them out of county on the last week of the month generally speaking so they're never around for the meetups um yeah and i think there are lots of people who just have you know family commitments and getting out of an evening midweek particularly at the end of the month can be a challenge um so yeah you it very much is a subset um but i um, my my experience so far has been that a lot of people do come out of the woodwork At least occasionally. And I think that's why, like, the Cornwall Geeks one that we go to that does fluctuate in terms of the number of people that come is quite nice in that regard in that you get – it's not just the same old faces every week, uh, every month. Um, And people do make the effort to come once every now and again. And that's enough to have shown their face and to be part of the community. And you hear their interesting insight. Wasn't there one person who turned up and they were the only one there? Oh, it did happen once, didn't it? Yeah, when when there was thre- a threat of snow and snow happened some places but not others, and a lot of people probably could have gone but didn't. Yeah, yeah, that was that was unfortunate. I feel sorry for him. But it seems like there's always every month there's always people there. Yeah. So
0: you can just rock up and there'll be someone to talk to
1: yeah and even in even in like last one we went to what we're in july now so it's a summertime most people a lot of people are on holiday people aren't often around schedules are, are more flexible um yeah, it's good to see a turnout even then yeah there were about
0: 10 of us weren't there on
1: last I mean, week yeah. yeah i think so maybe more yeah yeah
0: um okay so we've talked about what one is different types why you should go how often should you go we've got is our next point
1: well that ties into what we were saying just now doesn't it i've I try and go as often as possible, um, but that is not often. That is always not as often as I'd like. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I think in our area there's there's not that many. So, as if you went to every single one, you probably only go to maybe two or three a month with mm. that. Um, whereas when I was in London, you could go probably every night of the week. To a yeah, meeting. it's very
1: it's a very different ecosystem, isn't it? And it just sheer mass of people.
0: Yeah, and I went maybe I went on oh, one week I went to two, and then. The rest of the month, I went to a couple more. And I just kind of found that a bit too much, kind of a bit overloaded by going to these things because I just felt like I was, as I was learning at the time, and I still am learning, but I felt like that was kind of taking away from time I should be sat actually sat down doing code if I'm teaching myself to code. And that felt like a, I don't know. I felt like I wasn't gaining as much from going to so many that... I should be at home coding instead, and I felt like I was losing losing
1: time. Yeah, that's an interesting perspective. I know, I think that comes this aside of it. I've never thought about because I've never really spent enough time going to meetups in sort of major cities, so to speak. I which I imagine it's that's probably more of a problem. Um, like a wealth of riches, you got lots to choose from. Mm. Um, uh, I wonder if there are people that just. I mean. I get the impression there are sort of serial networkers who just go to these things all the time. I think there's some, there's some people
0: in London who serial you get a free meal out of it every night. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of them. Yeah. yeah, So I just felt like maybe one or two a month is probably the max I would suggest. I don't feel like, I feel like more than that is kind of a bit overload. And
1: I'm trying to think if I've ever gone to more, there's sometimes there'll be clusters Like there'll be four or five events in a in a block like within a two-week period but then there'll probably be nothing either side of that for a month or two Hmm. um so i think you're probably right there is probably a a natural like upper limit and i probably different for everybody i think some people are more more keen to go out and party every night and others never want to leave the house if that's something they really enjoy doing then
0: go out and do it if you feel like you're getting some sort of benefit from it even if that's just a bit of fun and meeting up with people yeah we wouldn't advise you not to go but think about how much time if you are learning teaching yourself to code you can feel like oh i've gone to a meetup tonight i've that's my coding done (laughs) (laughs) you've but you may not have actually learned Mm. much
1: or had time you could use that time more wisely practicing Yeah, that's an interesting perspective i would say so my experience has been that i've always got more out of going out to a meetup than i would have had if i'd stayed home and, and coded for that evening but that's also because I've had the luxury of being able to code the next night or else, uh, other times in the week. So it's not been completely – it's not been my one chance to do something code Um
0: But I've i have had meetups that I've gone to in London, and I did come away from them thinking I've not actually learned anything here. Mm. Generally, those were the JavaScript ones. <laughs> <I> don't <laughs> want to find any fingers. But <laughs> I was going to see whether – I was learning about JavaScript. I thought I'll go along, see if I can learn anything. And then maybe it was just a bit too, a bit too deep into the weeds for – the thing, sort of thing I was looking for mm. so maybe that's just my fault maybe cho- choose wisely the ones you're going to you go to as many as you want but make sure the one you're going to is going to be specific enough or general enough
1: for you mm. I've, I've been bitten by that in the past I went to uh, well it's Tim Harford who run, does the more or less podcast on the BBC mm-hmm. and writes for the Financial Times and I've read some of his books and he's very smart And I, he came down He was uh, there was an event organised where he was the, the keynote speaker and it was kind of a I was a conference. Too small to be a conference, maybe slightly larger than the average meetup, but organized session. There were a couple of talks, there was a, a panel discussion and what have you, and then there was some organized networking time. And most people had come there because, to be honest, Cornwall's a small place. Not many things happen very often, so it's a thing that's happening. Someone's come, let's come. doesn't matter what it is, let's just turn up. And yeah. they, they were there exclusively for networking, or explicitly for networking. Um, whereas I was there to see the specific speaker and i wouldn't have gone if it had been a different speaker and a different topic um to get the most out of those kind of events your ambitions should be in line with the majority of the other people who've gone there possibly i mean yeah. the talk the talk was really good i really enjoyed seeing the talk the rest of the event i was kind of like oh, yeah mm. i'm not getting much out of this
0: networking's all well and good but then there's no point in networking with random people that are could never gonna you're never gonna come across again probably <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean but then some people might say it's good to have a wide net and people in different fields I'd say but I would probably your time could be better spent I think that's what the thing is
1: yeah expect me look at the it's easy to be really dismissive of, of networking quote unquote um, but it, it does it is useful it does open doors I've known about the existence of companies to apply to jobs for through networking um, at, at these events like their presence at the event is what alerts me that either that they exist at all or that they are hiring and looking for people like me that can be a a good way to be aware of what's available in the local area um or even the wider area um and you do like just by speaking to someone i find it's a much better way to Sort of have made an, an impression than an, a random email, okay. mm-hmm. a cold email is like people we're so well trained as a species to just ignoring cold emails now. It's amazing any anyone ever sells anything via email, um, mm-hmm. but <laughs> but talking to someone in person is a much different prospect, a um, uh, considerably different prospect. Yeah, and and obviously if you are
0: looking if you are looking for a job, do go to as many meetups as possible so that you get you're more likely to get into a job if someone at the company goes. Oh yeah, I've met them. They're they're a nice person. They're obviously keen to do these things. That is going to be a massive step up than just sending off your CV somewhere
1: mm. if you've you've gotten in in that direction. So, yeah. yeah, it is extremely useful. And a level above that is present at one of these events. Show off your skills as well. It, try and make, make it entertaining so that people will learn something. But also, that's a good calling card. You're, You have set yourself up as saying, I am someone who knows this well enough to talk about it in front of a group of strangers.
0: And if Um, you're if you're someone that's maybe thinking about, oh, in the future, I'd like to do a conference, uh, speak at a conference, but I don't feel that confident about it. I guess a meetup where there's maybe only 10, 15 people there. That's probably a good way to test the water of your speech. Oh, absolutely. Or
1: have
0: have an opportunity to have a go at speaking in front of people if
1: that's something you're not used to. That's what I did when I had big events for work coming up. I'd always, I'd always like try and like test the water with going to one of the meetups and, and giving a little mini comp, mini presentation or a lightning talk. Yeah,
0: and to- especially if you're friends with a lot of the people that go there regularly and that you've got to know, then it's going to be a little less daunting than a, a, mm. a room full of strangers, I
1: would imagine. But, I yeah. mean, people, people do approach these things differently. And it's harder to get honest feedback from friends, but at least you are presenting to real people in a room, and you can read if you can read the room even slightly. You'll have a sense of whether your talk is a success or not. I think, yeah, um, or hmm. your your presentation style and that tiny bit of your talk, perhaps, um, which can be all the feedback you need to improve and add, add some extra pizzazz, or just know that you are going in the right direction. Um, well, we've talked about Cornwall geeks a lot
0: um, as one of the ones in Cornwall, and I imagine a few listeners are from Cornwall so <laughs> probably a good idea to talk about these things but um are there any i mean and for my own benefit as well uh, that's the only one i really know of that's in Cornwall ah. do you have any other
1: have you been to any other or do you know of any others i've been to a few and i know of a few more there was the annoyingly there's a there's one i really want to go to which is all about data science and uh like coding but like to make like generative artworks it sounds fantastic but it's always on <laughs> The, same, the last Thursday of every month, which is the same day that the Cornwall pizzas, which is my, my, my preference to go to. So at some point, those two will, will perhaps diverge in their schedule and I'll be able to go to both. Um, uh, Software Cornwall, uh, an organization that I'm a part of and a lot of people in Cornwall are part of, uh, they have Tech Connect events, which Sometimes can be I don't know I've uh, one or two of the talks maybe have been dry but they're they're often multi-track kind of mini conference events um, that they have I think once every three months or once every four months something like that um, and they're great so they're li- lightning talks by lots of people who are working in tech in the local area which it's really fascinating to see uh, those ones because they're more business focused it's a bit more corporate you see the companies that maybe wouldn't come out to a more casual casual event you actually get a sense of like the people doing big work which is Mm -hmm. which is really interesting um there's another group called unlocking potential operating cornwall that's not specifically tech focused it's more just about sort of careers and business but they often have tech focused skills i mean the tim harford talk was organized by them um and some of some of them have been maybe i mean i've been to a couple of those events and thought Oh well, I mean, it was this was interesting, but I uh, probably would have been better if I just got a day's work done. But some of yep. them have been really good, and it's again a really good way to meet local local people doing business in the area. Um, so if you're a freelancer or you're a contractor, that's a great way to network in that regard because these are business people who have businesses and need services and products. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so there's any other any others? Um, we talked. I mentioned KDAT, didn't I? the the kind of mini yeah. mini version of FutureSync that comes... Kind of, I think that's. Three times a year something like that they're really good um, and that's often you see people there trying out ideas for talks that they're going to take to bigger venues and bigger events future um, I think to be honest re- they've re- reached the scale and success that they're now conferences in their own right possibly <laughs> um, yeah, and there's lots of little like people who uh, people who go to co-working spaces and things there's uh, I think the term is a jelly possibly for people who will get, just go turn up to a specific place and work they're all remote workers they'll do their work but in the same place so that they get a bit of social interaction um you do that don't you well i yeah i i go to co-working spaces every now and again just to get a change of scene and <laughs> see people for exactly those reasons but there are more organized like once at once a week all the local people all the all the remote workers in falmouth will come together and well, not all of them but all the game developers in falmouth will come together and, and chat but also just do their work in the same place Yeah. Um, It's a bit more organized than what I do for sure. Okay. Um, Hmm. Yeah. And I think there's similar things. I mean, there's uh, what they call tech jams and there's a, there's a few things that were organized, maybe more around like the education outreach perspective. There's a lot of people doing good work in that regard. Um, Like there's agile summer huddles and there's missions to Mars where they get a whole group of students together for a week and, teach them how to program a robot to traverse an uneven terrain and report back some data that's, that's pretty cool stuff that's happening but they're more yeah they're more focused um so either they're aimed at school leavers or they're aimed at people who are just trying to get into the industry and then like i think they are ticketed you have to sign up in advance and, and do that kind.
0: of yeah thing. and how how did you find out about these
1: where did you <laughs> find this information <laughs> um i found out yeah, if you get signed up to emailing lists for organisations like Software Cornwall, um, Software Cornwall has its own Slack channel. There's also a, a Slack channel for just nerd... Well, Cornwall Geeks Slack channel. I think the the meetup has sprung out of that. Um, that's a really great place to... Um, just If you're in Cornwall, you want to like know what's going on, get in that channel. There's an, an events part of that that will show you all the events coming up. Um, there's lots of websites. I know we've got friends who've made... Um, websites that showcase all the different events in the area and what's coming up so um I and mean, once you get in your ear to the ground in one channel it will generally expose where the other places are yes as well. but i imagine every area has probably got a little network of nerds and they will have either a, an irc channel or a discord thing or a slack group where everyone gets together um so i think yeah. you just have to get out there twitter is a good place to start but like. Think- you Meetup, meetup meetup.com, a lot of the ones certainly in the southwest seem to be on there, but not all. That's where I
0: found most of the ones in London, Mm. It's just by looking on meetup.com, typing in Python, and it would come up with a list of Python-related or Python- or tech-related sort of meetups in a list, and you can have a look through and see ones that are happening more regularly, maybe. Um, So that was a good way. That was kind of the way I first found it. I just Googled meetup, my area, (laughs) and then that's how I found out about West London coders for example yeah um so I think just a bit of research bit of googling Mm. meetup.com is a good place to find that yeah
1: yeah and by their very nature these events want new people to turn up that's how they they are successful if lots of people from a diverse walks diverse walks of life come to them so they make they make they're making the effort they're making websites they're putting their events out there so searching is probably Google is probably the best place to go yeah Brilliant. So I think, I think we've covered covered all the the points. I feel so. And you
0: would want to about meetups. Um, We don't need to let it run on too long. Short and sweet is often better. Yeah. If I was going to say anything, I'd say just maybe if you're not feeling confident about going to one of these things, just they do want you to go.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, It could be very intimidating at first. If you've never done that kind of event or if you're quite shy and you're not good at just talking to strangers in, in a room, um, these places are well. Are my experience of I was terrified before I went to my first meetup, but it turned out everyone was, or at least most people, were very like, happy to just let you chat, and they're really friendly. It's- or just sit there quietly for a bit if you want to like
0: mm. gauge the room and. Find out that that's it's it's full of techies.
1: <laughs> uh, everyone probably feels vaguely awkward about it, and um, to oh, begin yeah. with, so- <laughs> first time I, first time I went to one, no one knew anybody, and we just kind of just completely unconsciously arranged ourselves, stood in this room into a perfect circle. Everyone we just we evenly distributed ourselves <laughs> across. the so that no one had to like make eye contact with anybody else, and it took a little bit of ice breaking to get that going. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Nerds can be awkward sometimes. So be braced for that. But generally, <laughs> generally speaking, these things are yeah, They're the reason they exist is because people are, are friendly and want to talk to you. Yeah. So if you're just
0: if you're not sure, I would say just take the plunge. Go to one. Come to Cornwall Geeks. If you're in Cornwall, you can say hi to me or Tom, and we will be more than happy to talk to you. Um, so don't feel worried about going to these things because people do want you there. People are very friendly. No one's going to be angry that you start talking to them or anything like that.
1: Yeah, that's a good point as well. I mean, you and I, we host a podcast. We go to meetups and conferences. We are very obviously open to have people come and talk to us out of the blue. Um, so please do that, um, either yeah. be it on Twitter or, or anywhere. Yeah, or find us on Slack. Get,
0: send us a message if you're not sure we could, I don't know, meet you first and then go in. If you, if you don't want to walk in alone, I don't know. Just lots of things there's options <laughs> yeah we're talking about all these friendly
1: people we are trying to be these friendly people um, we're not trying yeah. we are <laughs> yeah. 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 and you can find more details on our website which is aqoc.dev or a aquestionofcode.com and our twitter is at aqocode
0: so do reach out to us um, we've had some other people messaging us just asking for some tips as well so we're more than happy to answer any questions if you feel like we might have the answers
1: yeah, so we look forward to hearing from you and hopefully you look forward to hearing us in the next episode. Yeah. Ta-ra. Bye.